what's up everybody it's judith a cope you're listening to mad love sorry i didn't podcast yesterday i just really didn't get enough time and i didn't get enough privacy um wow the care giving the working it's a lot and uh, i thought about you just didn't have a chance to to hop on and put together a complete set of thoughts um Yesterday was my dad's birthday, so I was a little sad. Not really, but I miss him. Yeah, I really miss him. He was the parent that was uh, into me the most. He was the most enthusiastic about being my dad and or being my parent. And, you know, uh, he I was a daddy's girl, and he was a girl daddy. I was his last child. I was his only daughter, and he really, you know, he was older, and he just got into it. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I want to teach my daughter all this stuff. And he was a fan, and I could tell. So uh, I do, I miss him very, very much. And when, I mean, if you're lucky, you get two parents who are in love with you and want to see you succeed and will do whatever to make it work for you. Um, But some of us only get one. And when that one goes away, you miss it. It's like the sun goes down or something. It's like, this is a different existence and it's been many years I think it's been um, he died in 2009 so in December it'll be 13 years and it's just I mean it doesn't get easier Um, but I do miss him very very much Uh, I was just listening to a YouTube uh, uh, he he does real estate. I don't even know what I would call him. I don't think he's a, a an invest like a he's an investment specialist and he uh works with houses and he he's all about entrepreneurship, but I don't know what I would call him. He's not a motivational speaker, but I like his podcast. It's uh or his YouTube channel and he's the real estate trapper. And um he put up a a post I just saw, but the post was a couple months ago about how health is wealth, which, you know, I say that all the time. And your health is a big part of your wealth strategy. If you plan to be wealthy, you know, you need to be healthy. And uh, he came to the conclusion that I've come and he's he's his net worth is a lot higher than mine, uh, which is um, the war in America is not on black people. It's on poor people. And some of those people are black. And I've said that for years. Excuse me. It's like the more you read, the more you advance in the world, the more you... I know stories. I've heard stories where if I told you the race of the person was black, you wouldn't believe that that's what happened. The police didn't shoot them. Uh, The police escorted them home. Put the make sure they got in the house safely and put the keys in their in uh, of their expensive Mercedes uh, in a safe space. You know, uh, I've I've heard stories. I've been a witness. I've also been a person who was never mistreated by white police officers, but I have been mistreated multiple times by black police officers. You know, this narrative that everybody falls in love with is so unhealthy, you know. Everybody's not having a collective black people experience. You know, I know people who hang out with the Obamas. They don't have police harassment stories. You know what I mean? It's like, and also, too, to be clear, if you have money, you move in the world a different way. 
You know, if you were raised a certain way, even if you don't have money, like we weren't rich, but we were raised to, you know, respect the police. My father would run down the street and be like, hey, man, you need you want a cold one? You know, daddy, he can't drink on duty, but um, <laughs> he was always offering everybody a cold one. Um, but, yeah, he was friendly with the police. He was friendly with the, the mayor. He was friendly with the neighbors. And so when you grow up yelling and screaming at the police because the police come and take your dad away for beating the shit out of your mom, you blame the police. When in reality, you should be looking at your family dynamic and realizing that that's not healthy. And, of course, that's a very trite explanation of, of a very complex set of social issues. But that's my point. Your environment dictates how you move in the world, especially when you're a child. And, if, you know, you're growing up and you're seeing certain things. You're going to behave and believe certain things based off of your environment. And, uh, you know, a big part of uh, our problem is everybody has this narrative, especially in a city like St. Louis, where everybody thinks, you know, it's so oppressive here and it's so horrible here and only only white people are, are having a good life. And that's just not true. Even black people, black people think that and white people think that. You know, you could talk to some white people and they're just looking at you like, and it doesn't even matter where you come from. I'm clearly not... Um, a certain type of person. I, I'm, I'm articulating. I'm, I'm engaged in a conversation. I'm listening to you. Uh, you know, I have my degrees. Well, I used to have my degrees in my office. I'm, I'm not, not accomplished. And so, when you're talking to me like you think I'm too stupid to comprehend what you're saying, that has to be because I'm black, and that is racist. Correct? That is correct. And this is a person who thinks they're helping black people. So it's even worse. But yeah, I think some of the racism and the issues that we have come from people who think they're trying to help us. What have Democrats done for black people in the last 50 years? Nothing. Republicans either. I think both parties suck. I would gladly vote for a third party. But the only thing those two parties agree on is there shouldn't be any other parties. So they kind of have to morph themselves around these crazy extremists that join their party. And, you know, you can't just be a moderate anything because that's boring and vanilla. You got to be all these crazy extra things now. It's it's very bizarre. So anyway, I'm saying all that to say health is a big part of your wealth strategy. I am also a person that believes that I understand that racism exists, but it's not everywhere. And this collective narrative that's holding people back, you know, I think about, I was listening to a story where someone was saying how he was Irish and when he came to this country, no one wanted to deal with the Irish. And, you know, the Germans had that narrative, the Italians had that narrative. Nobody wanted to mess with us because we were immigrants. And now that group is collectively known to black people as just white people. And they built businesses and built lives for themselves. And no one, you know, seems to be all that upset that someone's German or Irish anymore. You see what I'm saying? They got here and they weren't being picked on because they were immigrants. They were being picked on because they were poor. And America has a poverty problem. And there's going to be a lot more poor people. 
because the divide is is getting bigger every day, you know, and if you're not owning something and building something for yourself outside of your regular retirement, pension, Social Security, I mean, I don't know what's going to become of you because I'm not sure what's going to be left. Not to be grim, I think it's a challenge and I think it's exciting. And you look at all the technology that's coming, it's no way to not be excited about the changes. Um, And I don't mean Mark Zuckerberg's meta stuff. The metaverse is way more fascinating than just him. He's so strange. I think it's hard to to, to embrace that um, that that this technology, the fact that he even named his company Meta, the metaverse is huge. It's way more than just Facebook and what he's building. Um, I actually am owning a lot of property. This is I can't believe I'm sharing this. So. Um, me and the, the production team for uh, the manifest, corporate manifest, we decided we were going to go big on Upland, which is a virtual, uh, it's not even really virtual reality game. It, it's weird because it basically takes all of the United States, and right now they're doing city by city, and you can buy the virtual version of real property. And right now I'm heavy into Nashville and uh, the, uh, the other members are heavy in the California, but I'm, we're just all doing it together. So because it's so futuristic, we're going under the name TCM 4000, right? Like Andre 3000, we're corporate manifest, uh, 4000. And so, uh, they just released Los Angeles. So I just was like, I'm, I'm, I think we should get in on this. I, I really wanted to be a part of Nashville. So I bought a lot of Nashville, and they're buying a lot of L.A. And I think we have um, some Brooklyn, some Kansas City, some Bakersfield, California. Um, and I, I, it's weird to say, but I honestly believe that the virtual prices of the property are going to get nearly as high as the real property. And I say that because gamers... Imagine if you could sit down and play Call of Duty and you actually own a piece of Call of Duty. Like you make real money from playing. You uh, your character has a home. They go home. You had to pay for the home. Like people spend real money in games. And uh, I think when they start building, um, when we start building out the game, the Culper Manifest will be there. We'll have a concert hall, and we'll put on virtual shows for everybody. And it'll be fire. And we'll be owning it. And we'll rent it out. Our, we'll rent out our Airbnb virtual to people who need to come to places to stay when they come to the festival. I'm ready. I'm ready. We're, we're, we're buying up property, and we're going to be there. So, yeah, uh, I'm not suggesting that anybody do that. Uh, it's definitely a risk. But I, it's a risk I'm willing to take because I know gamers and I know people who, if if they could have bought into and had a piece of, you know, Madden or Call of Duty or Halo, I mean, of course they would have spent that money. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I hope all is well. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are the best. Please be safe. Please be well. And, uh, yeah.
if you get a chance, check us out, madlovepodcast.com. Uh, we're available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, Amazon Music actually is a partner. So check us out. Be your best. And we'll meet back here soon. All right. Bye.